Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It is the podcast, the one and only podcast, where we watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime, and we talk about why we love it so much. And, hey, can I ask you guys a question? Of course. This is a bit sudden, but have you ever been to a candy kingdom? I mean, yeah. That's the first line of this week's episode. (laughs) This is a bit sudden, but have you ever been to a Candy Kingdom? We are watching episode 186 of Sailor Stars, which is called Chibi Chibi's Mystery, The Big Noisy Chase. It's a Chibi Chibi spotlight. That does not mean it will answer any questions uh, about Chibi Chibi and her nature. Well, it answers one. Does it? Where does she get her candy? Okay, true. (laughs) We will discover that. Uh, But to help us out, returning... Uh, to the show, we have Emily Forcher. Hello. Back in business with us. Mm-hmm. Emily, how are you today? Excellent. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Yep. You know what? That is exactly the information I requested. No need for elaboration. I'm glad you're doing well. Well, you know, considering. What is your biggest question about Chibi Chibi? It why why it happened that is also my question (laughs) that is literally what i was going to say uh all right well we talked about your history with sailor moon in our last episode do you have any sailor moon developments in your life of late i do indeed i got a custom license plate really Mm -hmm. wow okay chibi chibi close (laughs) Bad horse. <laughs> a little too long for the uh, character limit here. Uh, let's see. What else could it be? Well, it's got to uh, be Mercury? P-Z-A-C-F-E-E. <laughs> Not quite. And Mercury was taken. I checked. Sure. Probably by somebody who likes a Lincoln Mercury. Probably. Yeah, give us a hint. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get it, but I think you're okay. going to like it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, just tell it to us. S-A-I-L-R-H-G. That's very good. Thank you. That's very, very good. <laughs> I'm extremely pleased with it. Oh, that's really good. I am very <laughs> impressed with that. None of my coworkers get it, and I kind of don't want to explain. <laughs> well, you know who does get it? That's right. Sailor business. That's Thank who gets you. it. Thank or at you. least I do. Jordan has been oddly quiet. Spell it again. S-A-I-L-R-H-G. I don't get it. H-G is the uh, periodic symbol for Mercury. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I didn't get it. I was sitting there working so hard to try to get it. No, I I don't know my periodic table well enough. I'm sorry. There, there's very few elements I know the abbreviations for. Let's let's see. Um, there's there's hydrogen. That's H. Mm-hmm. 
there's helium, that's H-E. Are we going to go through all 100 some? Like, can, how many can you do here? Okay, let's see. Uh, H, H-E, O. Mm-hmm. I know that one. I do not know what comes next on the chart. C? Uh, C. I'm asking. Oh. Uh, sure, yeah, sure. Okay, Carbon. That's C. I think boron uh, is in there somewhere, too. I'm, I'm losing cred as I speak. I, I, I know a lot of the weirder ones, because the weirder ones are what comes up in comic books a lot. So, like, obviously, uh, AU is gold, yeah. AG is silver, mm-hmm. yep. uh, PB is lead. NA uh, is sodium? Sodium. Yeah. NA is sodium. The copper's got a weird one, too, C-U. right? CU. Yeah, CU. Oh, iron is F-E? F-E, yeah. And potassium is K, and I know there's a reason, oh, right. but I don't remember what it is. All right, well, now that only the diehard fans are left listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first episode, goodbye. <laughs> that is a extremely, extremely good uh, license plate. Thank you. I, I'm very pleased about it. Should I get a personalized license plate? Yes. They're oh. like... In North Carolina, now, how expensive was it, if you don't mind me asking? $75. Not in North Carolina, though. Yeah, in North Carolina, they're, like, wild cheap. Like, they're, they're like, 40 bucks, so, like, everybody has one. Mm. Not everybody, but, like, there's there are more, like, personalized North Carolina plates than I have ever seen in any other state. Oh. But I don't know, I don't know what I would get. You gotta think about it for a little while. Plus, it helps if you can look it up to see what you like is already taken. Mm. So, mm. And then sometimes you have to explain it so they can make sure it's not too nasty. Right. I bet bad horse is taken. I think that's too, too long. Because that'd be B- eight B- characters. A-D-H-R-S-E. Oh. oh. Just take out the O. That could also be bad hearse, though. Like yeah. someone who's not well, very good at driving trend. a hearse <laughs> at the time. It'd be even better if you were driving a hearse. But listen, you you shouldn't get bad horse because people will think it's a Dr. Horrible reference, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I know that's not what you're going for. I would never. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jordan, point. what would yours be? You know, I, I do remember thinking about this a lot when I was young, wanting one. I mean, again, before I even had a car, but I haven't thought about it in so long. Is it, I think, would yours be like BNL and then the number four? No, again. And then like LYF? No, again, they're not my favorite band. They might be Giants is my favorite band. Well, well TMBG for life. That's uh, too, too many letters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I'd probably want an Evil Dead license plate. So just like drenched in blood? It could be one of the like words that you're not supposed to say out loud, and then I'll have to get like four cars so I can find them <laughs> all. It's only three. It's only oh, yeah. three. I don't think that's true. What, no, no, what, you're talking the, about Klaatu of Ronico. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the ones that wake the uh, the creature, which are like, uh, well, one of them's Kanda, one of them's Montasi. What are the other two? Can't help you. There, but there's, there's, I think there's four. Anyway. Jordan, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life of late? Gosh, uh, no. Uh, Sailor Moon, like I, again, I haven't even left my house. I was doing Sailor Moon uh, punish you hand motions on a work uh, video conference earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Who was who was destroying the dreams of a young girl? <laughs> I mean, I guess all of all of Marvel editorial, but I, I was just doing it as kind of a goodbye. 
like a sign off kind, kind of situation. All right, catch you later. I'll punish you. <laughs> Weird way to go about your life, man. <laughs> well, I didn't say the words. I just did the. I did your tattoo, basically. Hmm. Did they pick up what you were laying down, or were they just like, Probably. "What's with that guy"? Probably the the latter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Chris? I do. What? I do have a a Sailor Moon update. I That's should it. have probably waited. I should maybe wait for the act break, though, <gasps> to talk about it. Suspense. Let's let's do that. I'll tease it here. Is it you that you signed up for our Patreon? Show. It is. <laughs> Finally, I'm going to find out what all this is about. Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, it's right now. It's <laughs> mostly me and Allison Stock <laughs> talking to each other. Uh... All right, but the sooner we get to the act break, the sooner. Uh, we can talk about it. So uh, unless there are any objections, are you all ready to go on into it? Here we go. I'll allow it, counselor. What? You said unless there were any objections. And so oh, I... Okay, yeah, oh, I get it. I get it. Weirdo. All right, here we go. <laughs> As previously mentioned, we are watching episode 186 of Sailor Stars, Chibi Chibi's Mystery, The Big Noisy Chase. Uh, it was written by Genki Yoshimura, the director was Masahiro Hosada, and the animation director was Michiaki Sugimoto, and it originally aired on September 7th, 1996. And you know what that means, Jordan? It's uh, almost so... Ami's birthday. Oh. <gasps> yes. What's her birthday? <laughs> September 10th. Nice. Happy birthday, Ami. What are we going to do for Ami's birthday this year? How old is she? I mean, she, what, she, they were all born in, in like 78, right? So they're the same age as my sister. So they're, they're going to be 42? 42. Yeah. Wow. Emily, do you have Ami's birthday plans? Um, I will go swimming if that is feasible in the uh, timeline we live in in September. Go swimming, play some chess. Yeah, eat a sandwich. Do really well on a test. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Eat a, eat a burger with my mouth open, read 12 books, you know. Oh, the best. The absolute best. You know what I would like to do What's for Ami's birthday and and every day? Well, that makes it less special, but what? Eat a burger. I would, I would well, yes. Hey, <laughs> I would crush a burger right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got, we got burger cravings, uh, I think the weekend before last. And so we curbsided a burger from a local place that was among the sweetest things I have ever eaten in my life. Yes. But no, here's what I would do. I would go to a candy kingdom. Ooh. Every day? Yeah, man. It's a bit excessive. It's a candy kingdom. Like uh, from Wreck-It Ralph? Maybe, maybe more like Adventure Time. I wouldn't want it to be like Wreck-It Ralph because uh, that, would be a f that would be a false candy kingdom. When I was promised vi a video game kingdom, and then they decided they had already made half a <laughs> fucking movie about candy. <laughs> That's right. I forgot you hate that movie. Yeah, oh. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and I'm right. To hate it? Yes. I'm no. surprised you don't hate it, Jordan. Well, I thought it was fun. Also, I don't care about man, video games. Company man, I'm not going to get you in trouble. No, no, I just don't care about video games. Yeah, but you. but here's the thing, though. You do care about stories where uh, the inherent goodness of royalty is a factor. Oh, that's true. Yeah, typically. Yeah. Although, again, it, it, you know, 
it, it, honestly, in that world, there is an intelligent design because it's just a video game that was programmed by somebody. So yeah, but why couldn't why couldn't Sarah Silverman just be like a glitch, a street tough from the streets? Yeah, why she be a princess for marketing purposes. Yeah, that's um, right. Disney movies are meant to market things. <gasps> in this essay, what? I will blow the lid up. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Emily, I'm sorry that you had to find out this way that I am Banksy. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Wait, are you going to paint a picture about this? I can't wait. Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be you. Oh. But like your head is a copyright sign. Then <laughs> how can you tell it's me? Well, you're also wearing like a like a, a they might be giant shirt. Oh, okay. And and you're doing the Oshokyo hands. <laughs> It's a very complicated Banksy. I was going to say holding Darien, but I I think the Yoshiokyo is pretty good, too. You're holding a sign that says, I am Jordan D. White. And patreon.com slash sailor business. (laughs) So, and this is going to make a statement about (laughs) Disney? I mean, I don't know why you're asking me, Jordan. Art is up for interpretation. Okay. Anyway, I would go to a Candy Kingdom because that's where that's where uh, that's what our episode is about. A Candy Kingdom, you sure. know, a thing that's completely real that that all fifteen year olds are like. That's probably completely real. Well, listen, you're right, and it's dumb. But I mean, there's a lot of other kinds of kingdoms that she's been to. You know what? That's true. <laughs> She's been to the Dream Kingdom. She's been to the Dream Kingdom. The Moon Kingdom. kingdom. The the Crystal Future Kingdom. Yeah. All right. (laughs) You got me there. It's the Rock Kingdom. Maybe a little harsh on on our gal, Usagi's Kino. Yeah. I mean, that said, she hasn't fought any candy people yet, so. Yet. Were you, were either of you surprised when this episode started? And uh, Chibi Chibi, who is an enigma, walked into frame holding a creepy doll. And then that creepy doll turned out to not be a monster in yeah. any form. Yeah. Yeah, it was just totally irrelevant, right? All right. So I was shocked. Are we just. Yeah, how does, is that how the episode starts? It's been a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Usagi wants candy because uh, Chibi Chibi has eaten all of her candy, which I don't know why all these kids show up and ruin the day of our favorite moon pudding that's a great question and i I, again i think it'll get solved (laughs) but yes uh chibi chibi also has a doll that is drawn in a slightly different style like a real style yeah the doll is like like I, i mean i guess that makes sense in the sense that we live in the real world where people look normal and our dolls don't like they, we make our dolls look all like weird and super deformed. And so, we live in the, in world the real where, world where people look normal, yes, that's a very no, it's very good. I like it. And so, their version of a chibi is a very realistic, lifelike one. Yeah, but this isn't like a this isn't like a like a a, a chibi doll. This is like a like an old like European style doll. I thought. No, you no, you're right. I'm just saying that. In the world of Sailor Moon, an old European-style doll should be more stylized than that. 
Yes. Is it McElroy copyright infringement if I declare a haunted doll watch? Because, like, I really want to know the background of, like, how haunted this doll is and how many spirits it has in it. Sorry, boys. Oh, man, I wish we had the eBay listing of this haunted doll. What's uh, what's the name of the movie series that I stopped watching because I didn't want to give money to scam artists? Oh, it's uh, 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 oh, what is it? I was just, I actually know this one. Is Annabelle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the, I went, I can't remember if it was off mic or on mic where you talked about horror movies. That was off mic, right? <laughs> well, it's, it, you can find it at patreon.com slash business. I'm sure. One horror movie I saw was The Conjuring, but I was immediately struck in anger because I didn't realize it was putting money in the, the hands of charlatans who claim to be <laughs> ghost hunters. Yeah. Um, so I, so I stopped watching that movie and all movies that, that spun off of it, including Annabelle. I think, see, Emily, now you've got me wanting Jake to just drop in any haunted doll watch. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of impinging on someone else's podcast though. Yeah. Like we probably can't just do, get the whole bit. Probably not. But but I do think you are correct. This, like, but that's the thing, right? This doll should be haunted. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not, though. Does it even show up? Is it? Is it? What's his name's doll? Yes. Yes. Okay. It, it, like the the doll. Oh, right. Even, yes. Like, I have a note that it's ninety three thousand dollars. About. I did the. I did the math. Same. It, it's just an expensive doll that is going to get broken and presumably agitate the spirits, uh, lost soul. That lives inside it. No, isn't that how you fix it? No, I guess not. That would be too easy. Yeah, probably not. Jordan, don't uh, remind me not to get you to dispose of any of my haunted dolls. I mean, I would just turn my back on them. <laughs> like, like you, you'd turn around and go, this is going to be a fresh start for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know if it would be like rad or terrifying to have, like for me personally, to have a haunted doll because like, Here's what's on my desk right now in the way of dolls, like action figures, because I don't have the I don't have the my Sailor Moons out currently, mm-hmm. uh, but I've got Bulbasaur and Snorlax. Those are like actual like dolls. Those are like plush dolls. The rest of them are action figures. And I've got Santa Claus, Dracula, Scrooge McDuck, Captain Picard, my dad, Batman and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> And okay. I do feel like that would be a wild assortment of personalities to have haunting my office. Oh, oh, is that what you mean? Okay, wow. I was—I didn't understand where this was going. So we're talking—you're talking like Indian in the cupboard again, like where they all just come to life right now. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a verb. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, how freaked out would you be if our fans just started sending you creepy dolls? Um, I would not like it. For sure. Okay, okay, okay. So don't like, do I it. Would, I would definitely not be into that. If you if you have my address and you want to send me something, there are other options beyond haunted dolls. But I like, think. would it freak you out? Like, would you be like, oh no, like it's haunted? Or because like, if people sent me creepy dolls, I would just throw them away. Like, I would just be like, oh, that's you would throw them gross. away. I try to resell them. I would. Uh, you know what? I mean, if like, they're really expensive. I would become one of those haunted doll people on yes. eBay, and I'd be like, Jeremiah is a gentle soul. <laughs> and it would be like a picture of this Captain Picard action figure where he's wearing his cool jacket. Oh my god. Okay, Chris. Yeah? 
I've come full circle on this, and now I really want you to just do that. Like, as any action figures that you no longer want, I want you to sell them as haunted. Okay. All right. I think I can do that. With elaborate stories, and they can't be named Jean-Luc. Like, it has to right, be, like, like... No, it would be, like... <laughs> okay, he can't absolutely. be named Jean-Luc. Could he be named Patrick? <sighs> That's too cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. People would think it was a joke. It has to be, like... Like, what if I was like, not a joke? <laughs> I know his guys, name is Patrick. I know that sounds like it's a joke because of Patrick Stewart. I get it. It's yeah. not a joke, and he doesn't think it's funny. This is for entertainment purposes only, <laughs> legally speaking. But it is not a joke. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Dolling Haunted. Right. Very disappointing. Would have lost a bet on that one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Um, oh right, Sailor Sailor Moon. Like we should continue watching this. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> so then so, we get to the beginning of the show. Oh, and so no, she's got a doll, and she's got a bunch of food, and she's eating all the food. And by the way, you say like, a bunch of food, and that's like that sounds like she came in with buffalo wings. It's candy. It is. But it's laid out on plates and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's not candy, can. is it? <laughs> she's it looks eating, like, like donuts. Well, she's eating Usagi's sweets. So I get. Yeah. So yes, in this scene, yes, she does have food. Um, she and doesn't again, have buffalo wings, which again I would crush right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I just want to applaud Usagi because we don't compliment her very much. And what Usagi does, faced with well, first of all, okay, no, sorry, everything about the scene is fucked. This is a <laughs> how old is Chibi Chibi? I, I understand the answer is going to be like five thousand years old or some shit. But all she does is repeat things. She's like relatively close to Darian's ability to speak like not Darian speaks a lot better than her now but like so she I I estimate that she's around two years old so she prepared all this food for herself and I'm gonna applaud Usagi for not going well what the fuck I'm just gonna eat it (laughs) like she she respects this child in some way was was given to her by uh uh what are Kuko yeah Thank you. I could Are not you remember. sure? All yeah. I could think of was Haruna, which would be very weird would for, be weird. for uh, Patricia Angelica Haruna to come over and start making food for her former student. I, I'm not. Are you sure she did? Because I thought she's not home. No, Akuko no, totally I, shows up in this episode. She shows yeah. up in a few minutes when she gets home from the store and hasn't brought any snacks. Oh, oh that's, that is correct. Because Isagi does say, I've been welcome home. I've been waiting for you. And Akuko goes, that's creepy. <laughs> which is very funny also jordan i like how you say we don't really compliment usagi a lot like that's we we absolutely do like that's kind <laughs> yeah, of the point of the show right. but yeah but i mean we also bet we, we we point out her flaws a lot she's look we all have flaws she's a hero with feet of clay so uh so she's a real she's a real marvel comics character <laughs> but but she but her response to a two-year-old picking out on all of her food is not yeah, I'm just going to start eating this. Yeah, not I can take this. <laughs> that is my food. Also, you're a child. You shouldn't eat all of this food. I am four feet. I'm 4'11 and weigh roughly 73 pounds. There are not a lot of people that I can physically intimidate. You are one of them, strange child. <laughs> oh, man. And also, like, again, Chibi Chibi should not eat that much food and, and cannot. She will start vomiting shortly. Yeah, uh, this whole thing is weird. But Chibi Chibi has this doll. Nobody knows where she got it. She's also had a bunch of candy. Nobody knows where she got that either. 
which again you're you're saying two well again if she's based on, based on if she's older than two she's doesn't speak well i think doesn't speak well is is definitely a factor here emily what would you say Oh, boy. I mean, I'm assuming that the show is not trying to make some sort of statement about the autism spectrum. (laughs) Probably not. That's safe. That's safe. I hope not, because if it is, it's bound to do a terrible job. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just, I don't know what her deal is. And it's it's not like I don't care about cute things, but this particular cute thing in... I would say preschooler. As like a general term. So I would say like she could be three, she could be two, she could be four. Because who knows? It's who knows in this show. Point being, she should not be allowed to walk around Tokyo. Oh, no, she should not. <laughs> like, I find it a little bit odd when uh, in like Yatsubato, when Yatsuba gets sent to the convenience store to buy stuff alone and she's like six. No, that's crazy tough. That and it's right crazy. down the street. She, Chibi Chibi's wandering across town getting into hijinks. Oh, sorry. I I just got into the part where uh, Ikoku comes home mm-hmm. and she specifically says, I did not give her any snacks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a snack mystery. It, well, and it does not get solved. Which that's that's a good podcast idea. What what would what would snack mystery podcast be? Well, I already do a snacks podcast. I wow. know. And true crime is so hot right now. <laughs> Right. So, so if we could do like a snack crimes podcast, okay. like example, like, like we find out who laid a finger on my butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the right. jokes are bad, folks. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what's good, though. That sounds like a good show. Um, oh, what's good? I'll tell you what's good. Uh, Usagi's outfit. This is a new one. Oh, yeah. It's her school uniform. What outfit are you talking about? No, no, in the next scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ahead of you, Jordan. Oh, you're you're jumping past Devil Luna sticking pitchforks into her teeth. Which is amazing. (laughs) Listen, me and Emily, we're 2008 and you're 2000 and late right now. But it's 2020. Yeah. I mean, I 2000 and late. Wish it was 2008. Also, in the next scene, she's just wearing a, a light blue dress and a that's yeah, but she not, has really, a, really good shoes on, though. Like, really good. Okay. I think this is, it's like, it's a, a light blue top with, uh, like, big, poofy uh, white sleeves and, like a, like, a high collar. And this, like, kind of flower design on the front. And she's wearing, like, brown shorts and super cute shoes that match her shirt. Incredibly cute. I want them. She's also got this incredible purse thing going on. I am not sure what this. It's like it's like a satchel. It's like Indiana Wait, Jones's thing where he keeps where the, the Ankara stones. Where the heck are? You? Oh my god, you're that far. You guys are skipping so much. All right, go ahead. Uh, I'm like sitting yeah. here going, like she doesn't have a purse in the scene. She's not wearing shoes. She's barefoot. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're, man, you're we're 28 minutes into the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're half hour into the show, Jordan. You're skipping the whole part where where Luna and and Yusagi actually talk for a second about. Yeah, we don't even know if this is our kid or what or what the fuck the deal oh, is. Yeah, yeah, again, nobody knows what Chibi Yusa, or Chibi Chibi's deal is. Nobody knows what Chibi Chibi's deal is, and no questions will be answered. And Luna's like, None. "You don't, you don't know if she's your kid or not." And then Sailor Moon's like, "Yeah, you didn't know if fucking Diana was your kid." And she's like, yeah, "Shut up." Ooh, <laughs> mutual shade. I love it. Is it 
is this the scene where because somebody says I, I can't remember if it's luna or if it's like ami but somebody's like look she's either your second kid or she's chibius's kid and it's like really are those the only two possibilities please show your work luna says apparently no one else can have children in this universe well they, they, so that's the thing they 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 do say was it later in this episode that somebody says like they're exactly the same oh chibi chibi and and yusaki are like exactly the same like it's so obvious that they're related and i was like they're not in any capacity like what is it because one of them has they both have sort of similar hair that's it they both like snacks (laughs) which that's that's hereditary i come from a long line of snack likers right right okay well i'm sure it's it's a recessive gene though oh okay well uh, but yes, it is this this scene where they where they they say it, it's that she's one of those two. Yeah. So we are presented with some chibi use of mysteries, and one of them chibi chibi some chibi chibi. I keep yes, thank you. Some chibi chibi mysteries. We are presented with some chibi chibi mysteries, which is my least favorite uh, season of Columbo. <laughs> the chibi chibi mysteries. Wait, so does he keep coming back in to talk to chibi chibi? <laughs> and chibi's like one more thing. I think <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Very funny. My wife, she's a she's a real otaku. <laughs> Point being, one of the questions they have about okay, where'd Chibi get that doll? Where'd Chibi get that candy? And then a question that I don't think anyone should ever have about a preschooler, which is, what do they do all day? Yeah, where did she go? <laughs> Yeah, where'd she when, go? When she, she just work? When she just walks across Tokyo on her own, where is she headed? Does she have a secret family? <laughs> no. Chris, obviously she goes to a candy kingdom. Right. Clearly. And, and that is Usagi's theory, is that she's going to a candy kingdom, which oh. is, again, I I will I will concede that I was a little harsh on her. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not as outlandish as it might sound. Super's movie. Is there? Wait, what happens in the Supers movie? That all the children get brainwashed and get on the the boats and they're singing about stuff. What what is that song they sing? I have zero recollection of this. The Pied Piper one? Nope. I I'm pretty sure we did it on the show. I have no idea. Oh my god! All I can think of is the song from Hocus Pocus, which is not accurate. No. Yes. But yeah, like Candy Kingdom. Why? How? What? I just I'm trying to picture Sailor Moon on the debate team and just the the wild flights of fancy that like each tournament would turn into. Just following that logic, I just I, I struggle. I admit it. At the same time, though, if she was debating something, she was like, "Yeah, probably like Candy Kingdom." What would you say? How would you like? How would you counter that? Exactly. It's, it's unassailable. <laughs> Usagi Tsukino, Juban High School debate champion. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I can't wait for uh, Sailor Debater to show up. Sailor Opinion. Oh, no. <laughs> Sailor oh, Opinion. Oh, man. It's fun coming up with bad guys. Anyway, they're going to track down Chibi Chibi uh, and follow her to the Candy Kingdom. Well, that's what they hoped. And because, uh, again, I believe I've said it before, coincidence is the engine that drives the show. Usagi literally runs into her friends. <laughs> Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's Tokyo, so they're the only five people out on the streets right now. You know, in Tokyo? 
Yeah, a little ridiculous. Fam- the famously quiet. <laughs> I like the outfits, though. Um, Mako's looking a little bit like Cammy from Mortal Kombat with the um, turtleneck cut on that green dress. Oh, and then I, I just love I love that dress yeah. on Mako. It's, I, it. I don't think love that's it. a new one, but it rules. Oh, and then Ray's got a great dress, too. Um, I, I love that A-line cut. Always into it. Do we ever find out why the other senshi are out in pairs? I assumed that they were meeting up for a double date, because, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the way that I choose to look at the world. But they're in the wrong pairs. Yeah, they're meeting up for a double date. Mm-hmm. They're meeting up with their girlfriends. Yeah. Okay, so two non-girlfriends are meeting yeah. up with their girlfriends who are also yes. together. Yeah, yes. who are friends, because they're all friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I know they're friends. Um, yeah. I, so the I, I, I listen, Jordan, have you not watched it? I did. I looked up the ridiculous song from the Super S movie, and they definitely, the children are singing about going to Candyland where they're going to eat cake and cookies, which seems kind of dumb on their part to go to Candyland and eat cake and cookies, but they are definitely thinking they're going to a Candyland. They are being lied to and brainwashed. It, it ain't called Cake Land, folks. <laughs> so yeah, they run into uh, Ray and Mako first. Physically. And then they run into uh, Mina and uh, Ami. And I believe this is a new outfit for Ami. Mina, we've seen this before. It's her It's her overalls. It's her cute overalls that she wears. Uh, but I think, I don't think we've seen Ami. This is not a color, uh, a color story that we usually get from her. Yeah, I do like the sweetheart cut top. Um, and she doesn't usually wear a skirt that tight either. It's a good look. Yeah, it's a date outfit. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's like a black top under a white blazer with a, mm-hmm. with a red, like, pencil skirt. It's a solid look. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hijinks quickly ensue. And we get some ch- child endangerment cartoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like full on, like, Buttons and Mindy. Uh, because like, because obviously we already had her walking across the entire town. Then we, there was a scene of her walking up on a, on a high, uh, uh, a wall. Like she's like, she's Ranma or something. Uh, because he always does that. And, uh, where she falls off and she uses an umbrella to drift down, uh, safely to the ground. But then we literally get chibi chibi walking in traffic across a very busy Tokyo road and it's so bad that even the cartoon has to stop and be like, do, do not do this. This please is Please don't sue us. Oh, God, please don't sue us. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah. This is fake. This isn't, don't let anybody. <laughs> no, Here's no my question. Tries. Yes. When Luna and Artemis pop up with the signs, which I uh-huh. think is very funny. Very uh, good. Because according to the subtitles, they say, uh, use the crosswalk, prevent traffic accidents, and I think the dialogue is, good kids should use the crosswalks. Yeah. Bad kids, you're on their fucking own. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is diegetic? Like, are Luna and Artemis literally popping up with giant wooden no. signs? No. I don't know, not. is Luna stabbing Usagi's teeth with a pitchfork? Yeah, no. And actually, that's how you can tell. They are actually slightly super deformed Artemis and Luna. They are, their heads are extra large. Uh, I would not put it past those two a-holes to have wooden signs with rules on them that they would wave around the girls. They're not even waving them at the girls. They're waving waving them at the camera. The girls can't read them from where they stand. Do we don't know that they're not printed on the back? I think we do because 
it, it, look at the way the the pole goes up. It goes behind the. I'm not saying they're aesthetically pleasing, Jordan. Okay. I'm just saying we don't know. Well, and if they were printed on the back, then Usagi would not have spent, you know, a couple seconds just straight up playing Frogger. Like, she maybe would have, although that would involve her listening to Luna to, you know, right. not do that. Yeah, that's what I uh, had in my notes, is just the word Froggerin. <laughs> nice. Because, you know, they Froggerin. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. There's also a big dog involved at one point. I think that comes after the yeah, like, street. Like, yeah, right now. A bulldog from Lunatans. Yeah. Like it's, it looks, all, it's all hijinks. Yes. Because because Chibi walks by and the dog licks her and loves her. And then the girls are like, oh, that scary dog isn't a big deal. And he tries to murder them. Yeah. Dragging his house behind him. Very Looney Tunes. I love it. Yeah, very Looney Tunes. Chibi is a friend to all animals. Eventually. Oh, we also get some weird Chibi Chibi dialogue where somebody's like, like, Apparently she's a known character in the neighborhood, which I find very funny. Oh, it's that girl who just wanders around. Yeah, they're like, hey, it's Chibi Chibi. And then like one guy drives by and he's like, hey, Chibi Chibi, how you doing? And she's like, doing. <laughs> which is, I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's it's messed up. Oh, and then someone asks if the doll is her baby, and she replies, Chibi Chibi Chibi. Ah, uh, Yes. I don't know what what this means. Well, it like implies that's little Chibi Chibi. It is her baby. So Chibi Chibi Chibi. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Or or perhaps, perhaps, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have said it like this. Chibi Chibi Chibi. This child has a very large head. (laughs) And also the three mics have shown up by now. It's kind of wild for just, Just, you know, plot. Yeah. Just in case things weren't annoying enough, here comes Seiya. (laughs) <laughs> wait why did she go to the police station oh right she finds a piece she finds a coin on the ground and she takes it to the police station yeah like a responsible child hey kids read, or read apparently like like chibi usa this is the I thing chibi usa that. is known for being upstairs that's just what I, they've been watching There's, a different show apparently yeah what happened was chibi usa found a big wad of money and then later they were like, what'd you do with it? And she went, uh, I, I used to get to the police station. And they believed her. <laughs> yeah, the, the person who turned evil because not enough people celebrated her birthday party is really known for being upstanding. <laughs> yeah, she went to the police station to report that people were not properly celebrating her birthday. <laughs> I and while she was there. Eventually, they, they rope Saya into hanging out with them for some reason. I don't know, because we were made to suffer, I guess. Because they're, they're star fuckers, dude. I guess. It's, uh, I guess. What do you mean you guess? It, it, like, every episode, they're like, oh my god, it's the, it's the three lights, they're here, let's hang out with them. It's, it's my least favorite mic. <laughs> Which one? All, All of them. them. Yeah. All <laughs> of them. <laughs> but eventually, they track down Chibi, so I keep doing it, I'm sorry. They track down Chibi Chibi to uh, some dude's house, which I think is never where you want to find out your (laughs) kid has been going. Yeah. Just some dude's house. Like, again, across town. How, how, How long do you think they've been walking? Well, I mean, it's Tokyo, so probably not that long. It's a pretty small town. Not a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah, five minutes, maybe ten. Yeah. (laughs) 
And here's what's crazy. That's the act break. <laughs> because so much has happened until now. It sure is. That's insane. <laughs> Hey, Jordan. Yeah. You having a good time? Sure. Wow. Okay. Of course I am. Jesus. I'm having a good time with my friends. I'm, I, I'm sorry. We, that, the fact that act break thing really flabbergasted me. It's a, it's a weird place to break up the show, but it's where we also have to break up our show. Oh, let's do it. Uh, okay. So if people like the show, if people are having a good time whilst listening to us. If anyone is still listening. <laughs> if anyone is still listening, if anyone is like shouting the periodic table symbols at us, how can they support the show, Jordan, if they want to? Well, as far as I know, what they can do is they can go to a website called patreon.com slash sailor business. And there they can become a patron of this show. That's giving to this show as little as $1 a month and as much as $60,000 a month. And that is the cap. But yes, uh, by doing so, they become a patron of the show. And in addition to our amazing appreciation, they also get access to, at certain levels, things like cut conversations that we have, side conversations about horror movies and Hunger Games. Or at certain levels, they get, well, at a very specific level, the $15 a month level, they get these uh, terrific enamel, enamel pins. Mm-hmm enamel pins we have two that we've already made we have one that's the tennis ball sailor moon we have one that's luna luna acting sorry and uh i believe there's a new one yeah that's my sailor moon development is Let's i am it. currently yeah. holding what? one of our brand new pins nice no jordan i texted you a picture of it did you did you see it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i forgot it is it's pretty great i have to say uh these were these kind of like oh, fell so into good. our lap in a very cool way. Uh, listener uh, Sam Bustamante emailed and was like, hey, if I make these pins, do you think anyone would like them? And I was like, I would like them. <laughs> and I think I know some people who would probably like them. Uh, you can go to uh, the Patreon to check it out. That post is going to be open for everybody just to, to see what these look like. But it is Tuxedo Melvin. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, oh, and my is, God. It is specifically Tuxedo Melvin throwing a tempura shrimp. And the way this pin is made, this is, I think, the coolest thing that we've ever seen. First of all, it's like metallic and shiny, and that's awesome. Second of all, it's big. so it, It's bigger than our other pins. Oh. Uh, and the, the tempura shrimp is a separate piece that is attached to the hand with a little chain. So it you can actually, like... It is it is being thrown out of his hand. It's super cool. I love this pen, and uh, I've got them. I've I've got our our whole stock that we're gonna have. Also, Sam has a bunch. Uh, so this is actually gonna be the only pen that is not technically exclusive because I think Sam is gonna be uh, selling them at cons as well. But it is going to be our new pen. If you would like that pen, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/SailorBusiness and uh, increase your pledge to fifteen dollars. I think what we're going to do, because this is this episode's going to go up in early May. Anybody who's at the $15 level on June 1st, 
gets this pin. Mm. So anybody who's who's $15, like after everything goes through at the end of May, beginning of June, you will be getting this pin. Uh, I've got these. I'm going to be uh, handling the shipping on these to sort of take the burden off of Jake a little bit, since we have three different pins to keep track of. If you, for some reason, don't want this pin, if you're like, hey, fuck Melvin, oh. then please let me know <laughs> so that I don't send one to you. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to uh, get everybody who's who's at 15 bucks at the end of the month. Chris, so yes, you're going to want to make a caveat to that about international fans. <laughs> right. International. Please, please give us more money. <laughs> It it costs, I think, $16 to send the pens internationally. So if you are international, we will send you the pen. It will take quite a while to get there. Uh, but also, maybe, maybe stick around at the $15 level for a couple months. But yeah, thank you, everybody who supports us on Patreon. Uh, I've got yes. some new, uh, new people to thank. Let's do it. I would like to say a special thank you to Nick Hall. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Richard Boyle. Thank you, Richard. Robert Young. Thank you so much, Robert. Uh, Damiana Vance. Thank you, Damiana. Potato Magic. <laughs> I'm very thankful to Potato Magic. And uh, Nathaniel, who is at, who's going to be getting a pin. Hey, thank you, Nathaniel. Again, if you are thinking about being a new subscriber, we do still have Tennis Ball Sailor Moon. We do still have Axelari. But I go go to the Patreon page and check out these. Uh, tuxedo melvin pins they're super cool and again thank you to sam uh for for literally emailing and saying hey is this cool because <laughs> it is it's very very cool it's thank you so cool. much i love it i can't wait yeah. to get mine you gotta send me one. Oh, em emily i guess you haven't seen it right no i haven't uh, but i, I can imagine it no no he's gonna show it to you yeah i'm all wow. send it to you Ooh. No, I, I'm super amped to, like, buy this and put it on something and then have the uh, shrimp break off and fall on the uh, ground and confuse somebody. Uh, oh, good. Here's, wow. here's the good thing, though. The, mm -hmm. If you are worried about that, because it is on, like, a little uh, link of chain, the shrimp also is a separate pin. <gasps> oh, it has what? its own pin back? It has its own pin back. So oh, it is, like, God. yeah. The, Melvin is big enough that he has two. And then there's an extra one on the pin back. It is it, it is the biggest pin we've ever done. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. So yeah. So like, no shade on the pin designer. I'm just like expressing my own carelessness with uh, beautiful things in general. Oh my god! I just got the picture. It's perfect, and I want one. It's, it's really good. Cool. It's super cute. Yeah, I was honestly I was a little worried about that too because again I have had uh, I've had like pins break on me before, but. It has a separate pin back, so even if it does, it won't fall off your your lapel or your backpack, uh, and you can always like still wear it uh, separately. Sam, thank you for designing with idiots like me in mind. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, anyway, I think uh, do we want to just hit head back to uh, the show? Sure. Okay. Patreon.com slash Sailor Business, everybody. Get a, get a look at that pin, and, uh, and maybe get one for yourself. Remember, June 1st, $15 level. Okay, here we go. Back to the show. So, 
so no, seriously though, like <laughs> I I feel like this is a thing that has been happening too much this season. Uh, in the last couple episodes, where very little to nothing happens before the act break, and then it's just, and then and then the show has to at the end of the show, as as in this one, go. Uh oh yeah, like a bad guy. Anyway, I actually really appreciate it. I think it's good. Oh. Yeah, like because we were having that conversation about how much I hate to be stressed out, so I'm glad there's no tension <laughs> when we go to the act break. It would be no. horrible. No, because what what was last episode? What was the episode before this? I wish uh, the Taiki sucks real bad episode. Oh yeah, no, that was the same thing. That was the same thing with the doctor. The doctor mm-hmm. and the they showed up at the last like possible second to turn the doctor into a into a monster. Yeah, it was the exact same thing. And I just am like, I like I I. <sighs> Right, where I was like, hey, who's this very distinctively designed nurse? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, they barely are putting anything into these these villains anymore. Like, again, they gave them their comedy routine, and then they went, that's enough of that. Yeah, I, I don't feel like we know anything about Aluminum Siren and Legro. Well, one of them's dumb, and the other one's angry. So it's like this show. Oh! Wait, at least I'm the angry one. I call you a piece of shit all the time, remember? <laughs> do you do you really think you're the angry one? Well, I do call you a piece of shit a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're rude. <laughs> I'm just enjoying hearing Jordan fight for the role of angry one. Well, if it's against being a dumb one. <laughs> Listeners, vote on uh, twitter.com slash sailorbusiness. Vote who's angry. Is it me or Jordan? Who, this is going to turn out great. Host? This is going to turn out You don't right have to vote on his dumb. I am absolving you of that responsibility. Yeah, but it, it's... We just set it up as a dichotomy. Yeah. And with that type of dichotomy, y'all know it's gotta be. Who else could it be but me? The dumb one? That's, that's, that's a rap song. Anyway, so it turns out that... that Chibi Chibi has just been wandering over to an old man's house, and he is an antique collector, and he all he collects antiques, but he has very little regard for them. Yeah, well, about about as much regard as these teenagers who decided it'd be a great idea to just like break into his grounds and start walking around knocking shit over. Like that that's why is that their first plan? On honestly though, Emily, completely justified. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because I would like to know what's going on and why Chibi Chibi's there. <laughs> okay, no, no. <laughs> like I, why Chibi right. Chibi has been lured into this mystery mansion with candy? Yes, I think I would break some shit too. This child, you're right. This child went wandered in. That's a good reason for someone to go after her. Well, the police are busy handling that coin. Seven teenagers and two cats. Is it seven? It's yes. Six. No. Oh, no, wait, you're no, right. I'm sorry, it's, it's eight. It's eight. eight. It's eight, because the other two mics are there, too. Yeah, eight teenagers and two cats are just waltzing into a mansion. But, like, imagine yeah. them getting stopped by a security detail, and they're like, yeah, we're looking for a two-year-old and possibly a candy kingdom? Yeah, that, that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, um, have you seen, like, a, like maybe a magic wardrobe or... <laughs> Like anything that might, like a port, like a dimension portal, like perhaps an enchanted game or 
what what how would you get to the candy kingdom through an oven <laughs> that's cheery <laughs> that's okay like in the Hansel and gretel kind of anyway yeah like like no like well you would i would okay, tell you it's you, through the oven and then if you follow <laughs> if you follow a if you follow a trail of candy to get to a candy house then you probably have to get on like a candy highway to get to the candy kingdom right like you just have to scale it up highway to the candy zone (laughs) i don't have it in the soundboard anymore so i have but jake you can you can be our hero you can be our our kenny loggins and drop that one in there so okay so i don't have any any more like good audio goofs in the soundboard i should put some more in there loaded up search for your love right so anytime anybody's searching for anything it'll go search Oh, you love. I did not. Shut up. Anyway, all I have, I literally only have the eye catch, the subtitle, uh, the theme song, and Maiden's Policy. That's the but, only but thing Chris, on the soundboard right now. But Chris, what about if somebody mentions, you know, Christmas? I don't. You got so salty about it that I took it out. <laughs> wow. I did. Chris, we needed you. We needed you in this moment. I do have this one. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, for when for when Sailor Moon uses her special attacks. For when Chibi Chibi fights the old man later in this episode. Yeah. Because that's when a they, thing that happens? No. When they break that antique, and as God is my witness, that antique is broken in half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but it sounds like a wrestling thing. Uh I also just have this one that says it's it's called it's my birthday.mp3. Let's see. I don't know what that is. Try it. Oh, it's it's just it's it's Bruno Mars saying it's my birthday. I think I did have that in the soundboard uh, around about August. So, so anyway, on the grounds of this mansion, uh, not even inside of it yet, there's a pedestal with a big hunk of rock. It's not a rock, Jordan. What is it? It's a modern sculpture. Oh. <laughs> The specific, like, there, there is a line of dialogue where Ray goes, it's not a rock. Well, no, actually, Ray thinks, is that hunk of rock expensive? And Taiki? No. Yaten. Yaten is the one who knows about modern art. Yeah. Uh, and he's explains the, he's it. He's a smart guy. And mansplains mm-hmm. it to her. Light-splains it. Um, actually, he knows how much it costs. 15 mm-hmm. million yen. They keep up in the art world. Which I haven't done the math on that one. Let's see. I have it written down as 215 to 220,000, but, you Love know, it. I just kind of did a back of the envelope on that. I Oh, I've got 140,000. I think I also converted from 1990-whatever dollars to today. Oh, and I it love it. Or yen, well or whatever. Well done. Uh, also, we find out that the doll... That Chibi Chibi has been swinging around. Uh, that is not haunted. Aww. Is a uh, hundred thousand yen, right? Yeah, which is or around ninety three thousand in uh, no, 19... ten million yen. It's ten million yen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's around ninety three thousand dollars in nineteen ninety whatever dollars. So I don't know how much that is for now. Would yeah. it be worth more or less if it was haunted? Mm-hmm. Um. It. it, it <laughs> 
It depends on the haunting, I guess. Are there ghosts who do good things, helpful things? I mean, there's, there's like dead man. Great. If it's haunted by dead man, terrific. Well, it or wouldn't be like permanently haunted by dead man. It has like Obi Wan in it. Hey Jordan, how come how come bad guys don't have force ghosts? Well, uh, because it is a technique that Qui Gon figured out, and Wait, there's, uh, there's no force ghosts before Qui Gon's so for like twenty years ago. Yeah, that is the canon. Yes, that is the canonical. Well, or rather, nobody knows about it. So, like, if someone else has done it, it wasn't part of the official teachings of the Jedi before that. Qui-Gon was the first one to do it, and he didn't manage to do it with his whole body, just his mind. Uh, and then, uh, uh, he, but him talked, bodiless, talked to Yoda about it, and Yoda and him figured it out and cracked the code, and they ta- taught it to Obi-Wan via, like, force chat, <laughs> galaxies away, or force, planet force chat. Force chat. And uh, so they were doing force distancing back then. And... <laughs> And it's, they it's learned not it. on Zoom, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's a really a, good impression of a land speeder. It was. So that's how they all learned it. And presumably Yoda taught it to Luke. The real question is, how did Anakin do it? And I, the only explanation I've come up with for that is, was kind of a joke. And then I fell in love with it and I want it to happen in a, in a, in a story someday, but it, it won't, which is that Obi-Wan basically haunted darth vader and was just like you should really reconsider and go, come back to the the, the, the light side and he, I'll, t- I'll teach you awesome techniques and vader's like no shut up leave me alone <laughs> hey jordan yes that is you wouldn't think this was possible but that is simultaneously a very good obi-wan kenobi and also a very good ringo star <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you peace and love <laughs> Uh, they should have cast him. They absolutely shouldn't have. <laughs> That's, you're talking complete nonsense now. You can tell how amped we are about this episode. Yeah. Okay. One. One more question. Then we get back to Sailor Moon. Um, I feel like that shouldn't be like a teaching. Like that should just be like an effect because it's very difficult to practice becoming a ghost. Yeah, yeah, you really just get the one shot at it. Yeah. Well, uh, that actually, it's funny that you say this because I'm, I, I'm assuming you didn't see this, but I was actually tweeting about something similar to this, related to this earlier this week, which was um, yesterday, I guess, which was that the question of whether Darth Vader kills Obi Wan or not, because because there's Obi- no body. Well, there's mm. no body, but also like Obi Wan puts his lightsaber, turns off his lightsaber, Darth Vader's lightsaber like just touches the tiniest bit of him and then he disappears so i'm like i don't think vader killed him i think he became one with the force like right before he would have gotten killed and he only would have gotten killed because he stopped fighting to become one with the force question though Mm -hmm. does that matter like morally speaking not like you know not like why are you why why are you debating this but like morally <laughs> he is like swinging his lightsaber with intent to murder oh. also he did kill a bunch of children well it, no it only it doesn't matter whether it doesn't make vader a better person but for the rest of the series like luke is upset because vader killed obi-wan and i'm like i i don't really think he did yeah. he has other reasons to be upset that's fine 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it, the, again, the intent is, like, Obi-Wan is dead, and, well... Are you Obi-Wan doing, are you doing, a, are you doing in a Kirk Cameron way, the master? Are you doing, if you ever hated someone in your heart, that's, that's the same as murder? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, I'm saying if you uh, <laughs> swing a laser sword at someone and then they are dead the next minute, then I think there's a case to be made for murder, my man. Well, to find dead, he could still talk, and as, as we learned in a, a certain movie, uh, if he wanted to, he could hold a lightsaber. <laughs> well, you know, the dead speak. That's there you go. There you so go. he's dead. <laughs> mm, that's not who they were talking about. They were actually talking about a different guy who just didn't die. That's so. Mm, anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, Sailor I know Moon. You're a company man, I don't want to put you in a different difficult position. There's plenty of stuff to talk about about Star Wars. Let's talk about Sailor Moon, though. We we can do a what would it be called? Force business? Star business? War business? <laughs> War business is a very different podcast, Jordan. All right, uh, galactic. People are going to be like, hey, why is this not about Blackwater? Oh, imperial business? Why would you Rebel want to be business? a bad guy? Can I tell you something? Okay, sorry. Now we're back in Star Wars again. I, listen, I agree. I don't really want to be a bad guy. But I, that always strikes me as so funny because so many people like cosplay as like stormtroopers and, and the Empire and stuff. And like everybody thinks it's super cool because it is. But nobody goes, hey, you're, you're, you're like an oppressive <laughs> army. <laughs> Hey, you guys are dressed up as, as not the analogs. <laughs> well, you guys are yes. literally dressed up as like they're called stormtroopers because they're Nazi analogs. And I'm sure that it puts the smiles on all the children's faces and it, all that. But, but it does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, here's the thing. Right now, I have a son, as you are aware, who. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Congratulations. Darth Vader. Like Darth Vader. He loves Darth Vader. D- you didn't show him the one where Darth Vader kills all those kids, did you? Well, I did. You don't see it. I did. He did see that one. Yeah, he didn't Yikes. get it. I mean, we just watched an episode yesterday where uh, Ahsoka and Darth Vader had like a really brutal fight. But again, he he loves like Darth. And if you ask Darian, listen, if you ask Darian, are you a Jedi? He'll say, no, I'm a Sith. <laughs> nice. So so if you say like, hey. Is Darth Vader a good guy or a bad guy? Does he go, like, well, from a certain point of view? No, he just goes bad guy. And if you say to him, is Darian a good guy or a bad guy? He'll be like, bad guy. (laughs) No, is that because he's into, is that because he's really into Darth Vader or because he's really into Billie Eilish? (laughs) Yeah, he goes, duh. (laughs) No, I think it's because he doesn't understand good and bad. And he just knows there's a pile of Star Wars cards that say good guy and a pile of Star Wars cards that say bad guy. And he's slightly more interested in the Darth Vader Although even that's not true because he loves Chewbacca and he loves C-3PO and R2-D2 and Han Solo and Princess Leia and Luke. Like, he loves everybody. I gotta say, I would not pick Darth Vader and Chewbacca to be anybody's like, top two. I think they might be. That like, that sense. might be. Yeah. Well, I mean, although maybe that's his top bad guy and his top good guy, but he probably likes Kylo Ren better than he likes Chewbacca. Kids that age just really like things that are strong and powerful. So, like Darth Vader, construction equipment, dinosaurs, buses. You know, doesn't doesn't he know that Obi Wan became more powerful than he could possibly imagine? Yeah, in what way? Because he can talk from far away. But 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 even that he could apparently know, the do. Astral projecting to Dagobah is pretty fucking powerful. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so like, where is Obi Wan? He's not anywhere. He's in the Force. He's part of the living Force. Yeah, oh my god. We're talking so much about Star Wars. He I was going to say, I'm really enjoying guesting on your Star Wars podcast. 
<laughs> yes, he does sit down. So I think it's what it is is when he's not manifesting, he is everywhere, and when he is manifesting in the, in the galaxy, everywhere. In the for- everywhere in the galaxy, he's part of the living force which penetrates all things, as you're aware. Why don't say penetrate? Thank well, you. That's what Obi Wan says. So it surrounds us and penetrates us. It, nope. It's, it's no, very aggressive. Thank you. <laughs> hey, what was the point of all this? I don't was it know. People shouldn't dress up as Nazis because that's where I'm at. <laughs> that we no, even that's not why we started talking about Star Wars. I don't know how we got there. We got We got to travel back through all these tangents <laughs> to get back to where we're going the doll is worth 10 million yen it had a ghost in it it would be worth more you yes. think so okay yes. i think so okay let's move on so uh turns out that i mean yes if it was if it was either <laughs> ewan mcgregor or uh famous actor alec guinness i would say the doll would be worth quite a bit mm-hmm. yes ewan mcgregor especially because he is still alive uh, that's you're right mm-hmm. yeah We've stolen his soul and put it in this doll. That's my eBay listing for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> for entertainment purposes only, this is a uh, Jean-Luc Picard in his cool jacket action figure. That is named Jeremiah. <laughs> named Jeremiah. It's actually Ewan McGregor. Long story short, give me Don't money. <laughs> okay, so Chibi Chibi's in this house talking yeah, to an old a guy. Weird old mustache guy. Who, he has no eyes. All his eyes are gone. Yeah, he he has no eyes. He has these like super thick eyebrows, and the, but like even when he like raises his eyebrows and is talking, they are just like it's just blank, like nothing, no eyes under there. We're not. This is not like a Brock situation. Yeah. This is like no eyes. Brock from Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, but then Chibi Chibi and Usagi both have, like, too much eyes. I, I feel like they should just, like, all stop and redistribute. Is your theory, Emily, if I'm reading this correctly, your theory is that there is a finite amount of eye even in an anime world? <laughs> I guess we haven't seen Yeah. Does this guy have a proportionately large mouth? Well, I guess it's kind of a trade-off. Oh, we haven't seen the limits yet. We're kind of pushing the eye limits with Chibi Chibi because I think they take up, what, like 60% of her cranium at that point? They're an upsetting amount of her of her head. Mm-hmm. So, is this, who, so who is this guy? Um, is this guy Bloomberg? Know. Is that who this is for, for, for our purposes? I'm going to go with Jeff Bezos just for the hell of it. Oh, okay. oh yes, because he's super rich. Got it, got it, got it. No, he's got like it, super it, rich so much so that everybody's like, holy shit, he's the head of that? That's like the entire economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. That's, that's literally this economy. In this economy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, they're, they're, they're in this economy right now. But like, he... Okay, I think that's a good, that, that, that's a good evaluation. Like, he gotta have Bezos money. He got to have Bruce Wayne money, right? No, no. Because he has Dude, Bruce, these... I've, I've never heard anyone talk about Bruce Wayne in these terms. I've heard you guys talk about Bruce Wayne for like up to an hour. <laughs> yes, but not... We don't talk about his... How, how influential his economic stuff is on like national policy. Like we... Jordan, Jordan he, he has multiple custom-made fighter jets. I understand that. But he again... a dozen rocket cars. <laughs> But does he influence, like, U.S. law? I mean, if, if you have ever read uh, The Road to No Man's Land, the uh, issues that came after it Cataclysm. Poorly, doesn't it? 
it actually does go very poorly for yeah. him. But that's but that's because Razal Ghoul. Or sure. no, it's because Lex Luthor is right. manipulating things. Oh, you know what? Listen, I, it's been a long time since I read a Batman comic, but now I want to read like Batman's lobbying team. Oh, uh, that would be fun. I think Bat- lobby. Batman's yeah. team of caped public health analysts. People. <laughs> pe- okay, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, people who think it would be interesting to read a story about Bruce Wayne writing checks don't understand how stories work. Wow. Like, sorry. Like, if you're like, oh, why doesn't Batman? Oh. Solve oh, no, social no. problems with his money. It's well because there's a clown trying to poison the reservoir right now. No, no. I, okay, okay. Engage so, with the media. No, no. Okay, I, 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 you, you, you lost me, and then you got me back. I agree with your final point. The way you stated the first one, I was like, oh, that's not true. That could be a great story because it could be a great story. But no, like, like it could. Again, it just wouldn't be Batman. Bat- be Batman's real problems are the Riddler. Like, yeah, no, no. Just like, just like anybody who thinks it's dumb that Superman puts on glasses and nobody can recognize him should stop reading comics. Yeah, like you should you, just stop reading Superman comics forever. Yes, agreed. Hard agree. But I would really like to read the story, like you said, like Bruce Wayne's lobbying team. Like somebody's being like, "Listen, listen, all these buildings got to have skylights. <laughs> let's get the, let's get the code. New building code." Every building has skylights. Nothing is lit. Everything is only open at night. Terrible. Now he's making crime more likely. Come on. No, that's what the skylights are for. Mm-hmm. I, yes, I understand. But like, let's have it be darker and, and only open at night. Also, I want to read the story about the poor guy who has to run the Gotham City Museum. Who's like, who's like, oh, the, the, the twin, the twin Egyptian sphinx cats. Uh, that that have the ancient riddle written on them. Yeah, do you want me to die? <laughs> I love it because that's what's going to happen. You're just giving away gold here. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, hashtag hireable. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about. We're not guys. We're not. We're just over halfway through the episode. Just over. Doing great. Okay, quick version. Chibi Chibi is is breaking things, and Usagi's. <laughs> freaking out because she's like the richest man in japan is gonna force us to pay for his stupid china that my child is my maybe child is breaking my maybe child also yaten is super butthurt about not getting recognized as a very famous one of the three mics oh because this guy is financing their concert Mm -hmm. and again if you if you put it as jeff bezos owns a company that owns a company that owns a company that's putting on a concert. You understand why this guy doesn't give a shit about three mics, but, but yes, they're offended by this. <laughs> yeah. And actually they met before. That's right. They actually met as well. And this guy doesn't remember. Uh, so eventually, uh, lead crow and aluminum siren show up. Oh shit. Okay. Hold on. Did we just get 10 minutes of this show? Like what the fuck? Yeah. What happens in it? What happens? I'm, listen, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Minako does some gold digging. She says, ooh, if it's all right with you, we'll come over any time. Oh, yeah. she That is incredibly inappropriate. It's like, you are 16. What are you doing? And this guy this guy is definitely the one who is like, oh, yeah, I could tell right away that you were related, obviously, because you're so similar, which they are not. Um, they find out that, that this is where the candy has all been coming from. That doesn't from, really from solve vase full of candy. Yeah. It doesn't really solve where she got all those plates full of snacks at the beginning of the episode, though. 
Probably that butler. <laughs> the butler carried all the food, cooked it, carried it to her house, set it out in her home for her. No, oh, yeah. I assume they just gave it to her. She can carry like, it? Yeah, she can. Why not? It was like five plates of food. Yeah, and? She can produce an umbrella from nowhere. Can she? Yeah, to when she's falling off that giant oh, dangerous right. wall, she can produce a parasol from nowhere to float down. Yeah, and she and she parasols in at the at, in her first appearance, right? Like she, yeah. Some some weird with that kid. I don't like it. Uh, Taiki calls uh, Usagi. Well, he doesn't literally call her incredibly stupid. He calls the things she thinks incredibly stupid um, because okay. she confesses about the. The Candy Kingdom, and he's like, that's incredibly stupid. And he's like, you're searching for the queen of the universe, and you shut up. No, he's sitting there going, if you wanted to find the Candy Kingdom, sing a fucking song about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, form a band, get super famous, uh, and then hope that this, is, this works out. Well, then my Kingdom girl Ami gets her only line saying, Usagi, that makes no scientific sense, which is a nicer way of saying, uh, girl, you're fucking stupid. But, yeah, you know, they're yeah. friends, so she's not going to be that mean. By the way, they leave the mansion uh, and they don't notice that Chibi Chibi doesn't come with them. So the whole reason they went there, they forget on their way out. And then Leg Crow and Aluminum Siren show up. That's mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, and they turn. Uh, they turn old dude into Sailor Antiques. <laughs> Sailor Antique, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Because uh, guess what? You're never going to believe this. Uh, You're never going to believe it when a star seed comes out. It's the star seed. <gasps> it, it, no, it's not. It's not the right Wait, one. What? Yeah, I know. Wow. They had. The, I know they had like a one in six billion chance that this was the guy. And unfortunately, to the episode is when the villains. Wait, wait, you mean you mean that an incredibly wealthy person is not like pure of heart? I don't understand. Pure hearts are a different season. Oh, dang it. But still, the the star seeds do like actually like darken in front of them. Like they get all cloudy and stuff. Yeah, this guy is like, I mean, to your point, Emily. This guy does not seem very different as Sailor Antique than he did as oh, a weird old man. Uh, there's a pretty big difference, actually. That he uh, is wearing a truly amazing uh, costume. Oh, well, first of all, please cosplay it. Second of yes. all, if, any- no. if anyone has cosplayed a Sailor Antique, oh my god. I have the body type for it. I could pull it off. I was talking about the fact that he has eyes and they're enormous eyes. Uh, you know, Jordan, you could probably pull this one off. I probably could. I, He's got I'm that not big mustache. I'm not doing it. But where would you get the horse unicycle? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a knight, right? Sure. Oh, so I just uh, like a centurion or something, right? No, no, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember now. He, he's got like a sword and armor that his little tummy's hanging out of and little boots, but he's not wearing pants. Yeah, he's like got a skirt a, on. Like a skirt, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like antiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I past. look at this guy and I'm like, that's antiques all day long. Antique armor, like you said, and a sword. Although, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not wearing this. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Villain design has really gone downhill <laughs> in the <our> final <laughs> season. 
so I tried to look up Sailor Antique cosplay. The problem is, I think I'm getting like antique Sailor. You're getting like, like steampunk? Or, or are you getting like old timey sailors? Yeah, old timey sailors. Yeah, turn your safe search off. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan, don't do it. That's a trick. You do not, you do not want to see uh you do not want to see Sailor Antique with safe search off, I assure you. Oh goodness gracious. Good was OnlyFans. Oh. So they just start smashing up these antiques. Well, Sailor Antique throws antiques at them, which they are forced to catch Mm -hmm. because they feel guilty about it. Well, first he's he's smashing them. Well, then Chibi uses like toddling around smashing them. And that's when he starts throwing them. And Usagi has to do a big comedy take uh, where she's catching them all. But it's not good. Because she was only ever shown holding one at a time. Like, the bit is that the more he throws, like, she has to keep balancing them. Like, that's the good version of this bit. And he's mad about it when she misses. And it's like, but you're the one throwing them. Yeah, well, he's a monster. <laughs> I agree. He is a monster. He's, he's morally a monster. <laughs> Eat the rich. Agreed. Eat, eat the rich, specifically when they're sailor monsters with bad star seeds. Mm-hmm. He's just throwing stuff and telling us how expensive it is, and she saves it and then fails to save it finally. And he says, this is outrageous. And I think, it's your own fault, Sailor. Yeah, so um, now Sailor Moon. Wait, no! He has to You're power not up talk first. About- yes, Buddy, it's late. Sa- antique power up version being a billionaire apparently isn't powerful enough he's gotta like take it up another level tell that to batman (laughs) batman also has a horse unicycle i mean probably listen i'll do the research but yes (laughs) here's what i like about his power up is that he prays to presumably to the lord jesus christ to get his uh horse unicycle powers yeah, because as yeah. you know from your Bible podcast, Jesus was like really known for his, you know, uh, love of rich people. Uh-huh. Rich people, figs. It's two things that Jesus loved most. <laughs> <laughs> the fig story is so ridiculous. There's, you would not, I mean, you, you might, but like, I was surprised at how much fig content there is in Bible. <laughs> um, I had this, uh, this book about the Bible, I forget what it was called, but it was this guy would go through and like mark all the weird stuff. And like one of the, one of the weird annotations he would do was uh fat Jesus. <laughs> all the times it talks about how much Jesus eats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we talked about that on the show, like, especially when he comes back uh, post resurrection, <laughs> he, he is hangry. <laughs> Like Usagi at the beginning of the episode. Yes, yeah, because Usagi is a messiah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, anyway, he prays and gets a horse unicycle, and it's well, he actually gets like first we see him like on a horse in this very dramatic pose, and then he gets his weird little horse unicycle, and it's very funny. It's yeah, the so best guess, part of the episode. In a I walk. guess we're in his imagination. Yeah. So uh, here's what I want to talk about. That's uh, his transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as you said, uh, well, you just said now Sailor Moon, leaving out the fact that, yes, of course, the three lights, or rather uh, the three starlights, do show up and help out for a minute. And then Sailor Moon does the it and blah, 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 blah. But there is, there's an, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about the starlights. And 
how do they not know who Sailor Moon is still? Because literally, there's Sailor Moon saving Chibi Chibi when the last thing we saw was Chibi Chibi's missing. Usagi's going to go back for her. And then the three light starlights show up. Jordan, if they were good at like finding things and recognizing <laughs> patterns, they would not be just, you know. Singing random songs out into the universe. All right. All right. Fair enough. Good point. There is also a new animation for Star Sensitive Inferno. Oh. Which again, my nickname. <laughs> the Star Sensitive Inferno. I will take ownership of Star Gentle Uterus if uh, Jordan will take Star Serious Laser. I mean, Ooh. I'm not that serious, but all right, I'll take it. Yes. So, so yeah. They chibi chibi and her and you saw you walk off into the sunset at the end. I mean, they, like, look, you're like, how does how do they not know that Usagi is Sailor Moon? How does she not know that the mics are the starlights? I mean, yes, generally you're right. Although at least again, at least the three mics left and had to have doubled back with not in her presence. Whereas they literally saw Usagi be like, I'm gonna go find that little girl, and then Sailor Moon is there protecting that little girl. Sailor Moon is the protector of, of all girls. Yeah, but where did Usagi go? I don't know, home. And old men who love little children. <laughs> no, she <laughs> how beats dare that you. That's she what she that says. She said that's what she says. How how dare you attack an old man who loves little children? Oh Usagi. Okay. Well, yeah, she she should have thought better of oh, those words. Yeah, not not a good look, Usagi. Do you think like Ami is like off to the side, like yikes. I think she's like that ninety percent of the time. We just don't see it. <laughs> uh, that makes perfect sense. So it all works out, I guess. Dude turns back into a dude, and then he isn't bothered that like I'm gonna guess like eighty million yen worth of antiques, which Minimum. are notoriously difficult to replace. Minimum are gone. He's not even going to notice, though. He's got so much money. That's true. I mean, he look, the thing is, that is that is accurate because he gave it to this weird child who just yeah. showed up one day. Yeah. Like, you do not expect to get it back at that point. Yeah, yeah, he, can, yeah. he can just go to eBay, buy himself another haunted doll. <laughs> Are we doing this? <laughs> Let's go on eBay and buy Chris a doll. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was... Do, do not, like, ruin... My day. <laughs> if I if I sent you a hundred dollar, it would ruin your day. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't make me stoked. I'm, I I just typed in force ghost haunted doll and <laughs> nothing, no hits. Turn off your safe search. What if no like, What if the the doll was haunted by a force ghost, but it you it had to use one of those weird little like communicator things that the episode one action figures had. Oh no, yeah, no. yeah I do the yeah. Comtech Comtech yes. technology. Yes. yes, you got it. Thank you. I know that because I'm looking at a an episode one figure right now to see what you're talking about. <laughs> what if Chibi Chibi is a haunted doll? Okay, let's. Okay, yes, Emily. Yes, <laughs> let's give our theories on Chibi. <laughs> we didn't do the American name of the episode. Oh, oh my two god! If you want them, let's, I have one. Do. Let's hear okay. them. I didn't do any. Okay. You can, Emily, you can, I'll yeah. take one of yours. <laughs> um, all right, Jordan, would you like Ming Madness or oh. A Smashing Time? Oh, Ooh. they're both so good. 
Those are I'll very go, good. I'll go with Ming Madness just because I think a Smashing Good Time is probably a little better, and I'll leave that for you. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> what do you got, Chris? Gals and Dolls. <gasps> oh, oh, that's, oh, that's Although, very good. Uh, I like it a lot. I wish there were more doll con- was more doll content for that name. Do you? <laughs> Do you? Is that what this episode needs? More doll content? I mean, this is not the dollest episode of Sailor Moon. True. F- first of all, let's talk about this verbiage that you're using. Uh, second of all... I can word things more, however I want. What is, yeah, you're, you're the editor, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the dollest Sailor Moon episode? There's an episode of uh, where Nephrite collects dolls. I, again, I have no memory. I wish I remembered anything about this show that I actually quite like. I think there's an episode where, like, like, like the 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 kid that Nephrite is trying to get the energy from is a like prodigy doll maker or something, and uh, so he poses as a rich man who loves dolls. Okay, chibi chibi theories. Do you want to do what we learned first, or do you want to do chibi chibi theories first? I can't. I can't partake because I I'm. I've seen some things. <laughs> You've learned of the spirits people. that inhabit her doll-like shell. <laughs> I've seen chibi. I've seen chibi chibi episodes. You people wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, haunted doll, I think, is a good theory. I'm gonna say, I guess, a homunculus accident is the best way to put it, because like a clone accident, but but she's a. She, like, is a magic clone. So a homunculus. I do have a theory that the women in this universe can reproduce asexually. So, yeah, you might be onto something. Uh, all right. Let's talk about what we've learned. Uh, it's time for Sailor Business Says. We always try to learn a lesson from each episode, as difficult as that may be. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's see. Uh, what did we learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? Emily, we will start with you. What did you learn? I learned that if Jeff Bezos would only bother to power up, he too could ride a horse unicycle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess he has to pray a little more first. Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? Yeah, that you can just like walk into mansions. I mean, I'm gonna be doing this now. As soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as we're allowed to leave the house, I'm just going into some mansions. Gonna go into somebody else's house. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. No rule says that you have to stay in your house. Oh, great point. Oh well, I mean, there the is problem. there is a rule. It is the law. Is uh, that particular rule? But... That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what about you? Uh, I learned, uh, and again, I wish this was like a real Sailor Moon says: if a strange man offers you candy, go with him, <laughs> especially if you're alone. Don't tell your family where you're going. Just enjoy that candy because he's probably really nice. Sailor Moon says. Well, now we know what's going on Luna and Artemis's next set of hastily drawn wooden signs. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, maybe, like, look, the crosswalk thing is good advice, but I mean, there are other problems here, guys. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, this show doesn't always have the best advice. You know, be a good friend. Yes. That one's good. I don't know. Is there any other good advice on the show? Be a good friend. Um... How, how how dare you <laughs> how dare you taint the dreams of a pure-hearted girl who only wants to ice skate mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. How, how dare you 
or play volleyball or go to a theme park or be a princess or go to princess school or mm-hmm. go to a party and get drunk. Honestly, the general theme of let women do what they want is one that I'm on board with. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, then there's another lesson there. Yay. Although I, I do think that look look emily i am with you do not think that i'm not with you oh, uh, nope. but i feel like maybe usagi should not be allowed to do what she wants because she has some very not great behaviors she has that's some why she has a, yeah that's why she is surrounded by a protective squadron of people with better sense at all times there you go because when left to her own devices she tries to find a candy kingdom like it's pretty yes. clear you know I uh, I forgot to mention uh, a thing very early in the episode that there's a, a shot where the camera goes down Yusagi's throat. Yes, it's like one of the first shots. It's when she's yeah. all upset. Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. great. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna do it for this episode of Sailor Moon. Again, like, how are they gonna do a Chibi Chibi spotlight and then not actually tell us anything about Chibi Chibi? Um, that's like that? frustrating. Well, they just did. So there you go. <laughs> apparently it's possible yeah P- possible but inadvisable i think what right. are you gonna do stop watching no i've only i've, <laughs> I've come this far i've got four more episodes uh i think there's more than four yeah no. 13 oh, 14 14 yeah, yeah. sorry i missed counting. sorry chris i was really thinking we were we were here no god no, yes, then they would have to tell us something. Yeah. They've got plenty of time to pad this out. But, I mean, you say that, they don't. They don't have <laughs> to tell us anything. Yeah, no, that's true. You're right. You're like, right. they didn't even bother to end the season last season. Well, they, because they knew they were going to do more. Yeah. And also, they continued it a week later. Well, yeah, but I mean, still. <laughs> Uh, Emily, any uh, any thoughts, final thoughts on the episode? Um, I mean, you know, it was real dumb, but sometimes you just gotta have some filler. Okay. It, you know, it's it's a Candy Kingdom version of an episode. Like, it serves no purpose, it's just goofy, there's a horse unicycle, alright. When you say it's a Candy Kingdom version of the episode, do you mean that it's an episode that definitely exists and we all believe <laughs> that it exists? Yeah, absolutely. That's the only logical possible conclusion when you're, um, you know, presented with that particular set of facts. Usagi Tsukino, debate champion. <laughs> Can I tell very, you? Very true. I'm bummed because there was a time when I would hear uh, fans complain about filler episodes of Sailor Moon, and I would be like, what's wrong with you? The filler episodes are like amazing I, I almost not not literally the best episodes but some of the best episodes because the filler episodes are where you like actually get to know the sailor scouts and like they get to have like ridiculous spotlights on them and, and their personalities and they get to shine but like the further we get into the show the more the filler episodes are just like fucking clunkers mm-hmm. i th- they they certainly have i don't i don't think they're all clunkers no. at this point but they're certainly a lower hit rate for sure then again, like Greg was real early. <laughs> oh, I liked Greg. I, I mean, that episode is, and 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 I'm not gonna. That episode, you could say what you want about Greg, but you cannot say what you want about that episode because that episode did give you that picture, even if you want to say Greg didn't. All right, fair. That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right. And the, again, the Greg Defender has logged on. And Greg, <laughs> and the Greg, the Greg ish, uh, episode was in the. Oh no! Wait, I was going to say it was in the the Rainbow Crystal arc, but that's not true, right? His first episode was was before. No, I can't remember. Yeah, they're they're Greg episodes. They're not designed to be memorable. <laughs> I, I just can't remember if his first episode was because he was a Rainbow Crystal, or if his first episode was before they introduced the Rainbow Crystals. But the other Rainbow Crystals are all, like, fucking classics. Like, obviously, Rhett Butler, and Boxy, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray's lecherous grandfather. And, Rhett uh, Butler really raises an interesting question. Let's hear it. it. Okay. Is he a haunted we know that <laughs> No. <laughs> he is a, he's a big old fat cat. Which is way better. We know that animals can have rainbow crystals. Uh huh. Can animals also have pure hearts or star seeds or no, whatever so, they were looking for in season two? Um, I don't <laughs> think that the I don't think that the one follows from the other. That said, it is worth thinking about, and we probably did this at the time, but it is worth thinking about. Like, how does a cat get a rainbow crystal? Because the idea with the rainbow crystals is. Maybe maybe it means that in the Moon Kingdom, a like non-human had a rainbow crystal. Or like a non... No, because there were monsters in the Rainbow Kingdom. Ah, oh, dude, this is so fucked. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was like a, sub, uh, a sub-sentient monster. And so it came back and they were like, we can't make this thing into a human. It's a I, cat. When, when Rhett Butler turns into the monster, he, it's a very... I mean, he's essentially a cat. It's big cat. He, I mean, on hind legs and stuff, like right? A, like a like a like a tiger king. Yeah, Ooh. a green tiger king. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Emily, you have been an absolute delight. Thank you for joining us uh, for these episodes. Oh, thank you for having me. I've been dreaming of being on this show for years, oh. and it, it's such an honor to finally be able to join you. Thank you. That is that. It, uh, I am. Maybe a little unexpectedly thrilled to hear that. That's, yeah, that's uh, super nice of you to say. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing your license plate with us, because uh, it is <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. Yep. Once I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got there. You, you got did. There. You, well, did. you brought me there, but yes. I did. Emily, where can everybody find you online if uh, um, you wish to be found? Yeah, so when I'm not being an idiot on a Sailor Moon podcast, I'm a clinical psychologist and um, hard to believe, possibly. Uh, So I mostly don't have an online presence just so my clients can feel more comfortable. Uh, But if you live in the Madison, Wisconsin area and want a real weird therapist, just, uh, you know, look me up, Emily Forsher. I'm at Madison Psychiatric and, um, you know, give me a call. I'll see if I can make space for you. Yeah, and uh, and you know that you will be treated well by a kind-hearted girl genius. I like Yay. to think so. <laughs> Jordan, where can everybody find us? I am on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. The podcast is on Twitter at Sailor Business, and our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He does a ton of other podcasts uh, in addition to this one, and uh, on the, the the bulk of them he actually speaks aloud regularly so check out that stuff that he's got there how about you chris 
Uh, I am also trapped on the bad website, as we all are in these horrifying times. <laughs> uh, you can find me there at the ISB uh, if you need to reach me directly. Otherwise, you can find links to everything that I do at the-isb.com. That's my website. Uh, it's got a bunch of links to a bunch of stuff that I have done at places like Looper and Polygon and, and comics that I've written for Marvel Comics. Uh, and other other companies, but I would say primarily Marvel Comics, as well as stuff I've published independently. So uh, I guess that's going to do it for this uh, episode of Sailor Business. Thank you for joining us. Hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, remember, new pins are out. Go to uh, patreon.com slash sailorbusiness to see them. And I'm sure we will also put uh, a picture up on Twitter. Uh, if you uh, have not seen it there, then go look there. Go look at one of those places. You should definitely go to the Patreon, though, because while you're there, you can give us money. <laughs> up to $60,000 a month. Up up to. We won't ask for a penny more. <laughs> as long as we're getting that every month. Uh, then we'll stop the podcast. Anyway. All right. We will be back in uh, two weeks or thereabouts with episode 187 of uh, Sailor Stars, which is called The Shining Power of a Star chibi chibi's transformation i think we're gonna get some goddamn answers and until then keep your mind on sailor business sailor.